Recorded live. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and thank you for tuning in to and joining us here on three-time National Poetry Award-winning POET Radio, Voices Behind the Pen. And we are excited to have you here with us this final episode of 2015. Thank you so much for joining us. You are being hosted this evening by Black Ice. We have also Natalie Shields here in the building with us, Brother Rob. Ms. Cotton is in the building with us, and I am Ms. Conception. Again, peace and love, and thank you so much for joining us. I am going to do my usual, start out and check in with my team and see how things are going. Sister Natalie, what is up? How are you, and what's been going on this week? Um, family, family, and more family. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you. That's what's up. That's what's up. I do apologize. I think our sister Cotton stepped out the building, but I'll go ahead and scoot on down to Brother Rob. Brother Rob, what's happening there, sir? Chilling like a mud princess, long day at work. <laughs> it's time to rhyme, and you know it's Miller time. I got a couple standing on by and stuff and whatnot. Let's get funky. That's what's up. <laughs> all right, all right. And I am super excited myself. Just a real quick, you know, about my week. It has been outstanding. They're now having a good time promoting Ears to the Throne 2016. I'm excited about being honored alongside of some of my fellow artists. And, man, it's just that, that, that stuff right now. I'm just happy on that energy. And, you know, hey, I'm going to say happy family season to everyone that is joining us this evening and my team here with me. I will turn it over to our fearless leader, Black Ice. What's going on there, sir? Um, the question is, what's not going on? Uh, there's so much going. There's so much going on that um, you you really can't contain it. Um, it's 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 incredible what's going on. Um, just you know, just in the world, and we are part of the world, so we got a piece in what's going on. But I'm excited that we've been able to do what our motto in the poet organization says we do, which is changing the world one heart, one mind, one verse at a time. We're doing that in multiple ways, brothers and sisters. We're feeding the hungry, clothing the poor. We're going to schools, mentoring, homeless shelters, juvenile detention centers. We're creating published authors out of people who write but were not published authors before they came to be a part of the poet organization. But they are now. Um, We are getting ready for Heirs to the Throne 2016. Just came off the 2015 POET Awards. And so there's so much going on. (laughs) <laughs> it's so much going on, and it's so much to talk about. Um, we were at a set in Chicago called Well Spoken Live yesterday, and many of the heirs came, and they put it down, and they put it down hard, and were able to actually um, sell tickets to the show. So if you are in Chicago or in the Chicagoland area, you've got to be at Heirs to the Throne 2016, brothers mm-hmm. and sisters. you got to be. you got to be there. So I am looking forward to seeing each and every one of you at our show coming up. And, again, I guarantee you that you're not going to leave the same way you came. Heirs to the Throne is a show where we honor the hottest, new, up-and-coming poets in the world. The hottest, new, up-and-coming poets in the world. We're talking about poets who've been in the game on the poetry scene anywhere from two to five years who've made a significant impact in the art of spoken word, the genre of spoken word. Again, those who are in the poetry community, those who are out there doing things with their spoken word, not just flipping words around, 
but who are feeding people with their words also as well. So again, you got you got you got Sister Alien, you got Sister Misconception, you got Sister Restore, you got Sister Goddess Warrior, you got Brother Script, you got Brother I Am a Writer, you got Brother Royal Architect, you got Brother Mannerism, and I don't uh, did I forget anybody Misconception? I think you got you did you get King Solomon? Brother King Solomon, and he's yes. probably the one that's been on the scene for the longest uh, out of anybody that's on the actual show. And the brother, I've seen his growth. I've seen the growth in each and every one of the uh, spoken word artists that are on the show. I've seen the light in their tongue just illuminate, just illuminate um, so much so that it has transforming power, that it has transformed those who have heard these words. So, again, I'm excited about it. Everyone that's on the show is deserving on it. And every year we honor a different class of spoken word artists with this particular honor. Um, let's get it, man. Let, let's let's get it. I ain't going to take too much more time up talking about heir to the throne. I'm ready to get in this whole scene round. I'm going to go ahead and turn it back over to Misconception. Absolutely, absolutely. And I do see that our sister Cotton has stepped back into the building, so we definitely want to go ahead. Like I said, you could bring her in with us. She is here. And I believe she's also going to join our host speed round. I will give you guys the lineup real quick. Uh, sister Natalie, you're going to kick us off. Brother Rob, uh, our sister Cotton is going to join us third, right before me, and then Black Eyes will round us out. Go ahead, sis, kick it off, Natalie. Finally, we've reached the ending to the beginning. December is number 99, and though we must part ways, I'll be motivated because to get to the best, you need to get to 100. January felt like the middle of something that I should have left alone. February was like a mad hatter knocking on my door telling me to leave something that I should have been left. March was when I obliged to God when he told me to go back home because I have a plan for you. I didn't see it then, even as I walked invisible steps with so much faith a woman could give, knowing at the end was something that belonged to me. April was a time of healing and transformation as I said yes to the word forgiveness, making it happier to live. Yes, happier to live, I said, as I survived the past four months to the month of May when I forgave the tragedy known to self. I was a tragedy because I'm the one they talked about, the one ever so triumphant, ever so triumphant as I rose above tears and fears. June was when I met familiar faces on television, finally knowing what dreams are made of. July was when I walked with God, holding his hand as I began to talk more. I am a true born-again artist who took out old notebooks, dusted notebooks from my dresser, and started writing again. Once I did, I could not stop. New Year's is really in July. I believe it when the Bible said that. Seven is a lucky number, don't you know? The spiritual development continued in August as my presence became my presence became known more and more as September gave me the chance to spread my wings and fly like an eagle. And as October soared, I took the stage, one in front of the mic and the other on the air as Black Ice gave me the chance to guest host his show. November, death was real as I saw the woman who raised me pass on. She gave me mouth-to-mouth resuscitation when I could not breathe as a baby, and I saw her take her last breath, come out like musical notes, because that said a lot to me, and it was something painfully sweet. December reminds me that I passed a 12-month course and accompanied 
accomplished so much, like an award and moments on television. I never said this before, but I'm starting 2016 off with excellence because 2015 showed me how far I walked in peace. Look, here we are. And you're looking good, folks, man. I'm talking about good enough to paint. Here we stand, some sinners, some folks, some sinners. Trust me, when it comes to God, there is no need to be nervous. You see, a sinner is a sinner, and them saints ain't hardly all that perfect. Some of them looking down the noses at the sinners all like that. Knowing where they came from, the problem is they just refusing to look back for the Jesus was here. Understand the way he did way back in the day? Trust me, he wouldn't be chasing down them so-called saints, okay? He'd be going for what he came for, the lost sheep and the rejected. The misused, the abused, and the disrespected. Y'all know who I'm talking about, that sister on the corner selling a body for some crap. How about that man who drank his life away and might not get it back? How about those Native Americans whose land was stole all the former slaves and not the house Negroes but the foot soldiers? Those of y'all who really love to pray, are you charity givers? Trust me, you will have your day. See, Jesus is going to divide us up, man. You have to read them footnotes. You know, like the deep from the chaff and also the sheep from the goat. Sheep fall to the right, goat going off to the left. One receives eternal life and the other one receives death. He's going to look at both sides. That's when he's going to say to the sheep, the day of salvation has come. My good servant, come be with me. See, when I was hungry, folks like y'all gave me some food. When I was thirsty, folks like y'all gave me some water, too. When I was a stranger, folks like y'all gave me some rest. When I was fucked, folks like y'all put clothes on my back. When I was on lockdown, folks like y'all came to see me. When I was on my sick bed, folks like y'all came to visit You might stop and start thinking way back and be like, really, no disrespect. We haven't really seen you all like that. Excuse me.
I am the child actress that used her best skill set to be set free because the performer allowed me to mask the truth as it sometimes and often happened to me. I was able to hide the innocence stolen from me and use it to protect my future, my legacy. Some turn to look into life as misery, but I give light to life and in the life of misery, showing to the world that the only the best of me is giving honor and homage to my ancestry, giving praise to those who walked before we. I am the lyrics that hip-hop influenced and the tribal lessons of whom I am a descendant, one of the few queen soldiers in concrete jungles and passing on life's lessons, mandatory that each one reach one, and when we live, that's the true blessing. Holding the keys in and out of all things and the mother energy, I can nurture all beings. I am the Creole combo of strife, reminding you of the vigor of life. I am the fire tender native child that has been forced and then twice became a wife. I am the leader among leaders, the seer with third eye sight. I am victorious in all challenge. I am the fight. I am the saber tree that is the strength from my roots. I am the image of survival having bore the most unique and rare strains, but great fruit who passes on truth. This is just a sample of the misconception you usually see. I am multi-layered like a woven quilt of messages, surviving the cold as one passes through me. I am the poetic messenger for most to agree and or disagree. I am a simple truth of complexity. I can only offer you the me that you see, the woman who survived what you haven't heard or seen. Having been without a home or without a heart for the home or heart in home, still standing at the facade in the unwanted fight, Best deciding to have been alone because I won't leap to land down three flights of survivor of having no wings and I've flown. Even after the bruises, he didn't leave me alone. See, my creator kept a smile on the outside shown. Still rising to survive, my parchment is a shelter and my ink is now home. Poetically risen, I still stand strong. Mother in heaven, your child has come into her own. I am your daughter. From damage recovered, I am his mother. I strive to do that perfect. I am the elder sister. I took the damage of his immature era. I am their mentor passing on how to be a survivor. I am the writer of what has been written, sometimes agree the history and story reteller. I am the author of passion, having been the great lover. I am the patience that balances one to another. I am the energy of poetic fervor. And that's that piece, is 2016. Goddess of the Universe. Mother Earth, you were the first. You were there from the beginning, from the cradle to the tomb, the womb that birthed me to life. Spiritually, my mother, my sister, my daughter, my rib, my my wife. The most underappreciated creature of God, and your praise is long overdue. Because see, before I was even conscious of a God, I knew mother. Mama, I knew you. Black queen, I was there when you ruled Egypt from a golden throne. You took the cradle of civilization, and you... Made it your home. Black queen, I was there when when you stood by King Solomon's side as all of Jerusalem kneeled at his feet. He had a whole nation in the palms of his hands, but without Queen Sheba, King Solomon was incomplete. Black queen, I was there when, when the angel Gabriel came to you and told you that you're going to have a son. Blessed is Mary, mother among all mothers from your womb is what we got our savior from. You got us through 400 years of slavery and 100 years of segregation. And you're such a blessing because when you teach a man, you teach an individual. But when you teach a woman, you teach a nation. And you're so amazing that in the 50s, you organized us. In the 60s, you went to jail for the cause. 
In the 70s, y'all had white women wearing afros. And in the 80s, you became the head of the household because the black man had flaws. And despite it all, even in the worst situations, you were able to make it better. See, my dear used to cook and clean and scrub floors and be a nanny for white folks, but still came home and raised five children by herself. Somehow managed to keep the family together. Now, see, Big Mama was our doctor. She was our counselor. You could cook a meal without a recipe and tell you what it was missing and taking one little taste. You could discipline you with the switch from the nearest tree, and if you were ashy, she would take that one thumb and a little bit of spit and wipe that dry spot right off of your face. But something has happened to my Eve. Somebody's been whispering in her ear and telling her the sex sales for you just robe. Physically and morally exposed and on BT and all the other video shows, now, Black Queen, they look at you as just another hoax. But despite all the rough edges and beneath all the rubble, I'm still convinced by your touch that if they said one woman turned this world upside down, then a woman can turn it right side up. Look at Venus and Serena. They so bad that they stampeded over the competition like rhinos, and almost every year they were the last two left, and one sister ended up playing the other sister in the finals. Look at Oprah Winfrey, a self-made billionaire. Harpo had the morning slot on lock. And the other networks were so scared, y'all, that they refused to put a decent program on at 9 o'clock. Black Queens inside of you is the cure for every disease known to man. The answer to every prayer that we've ever prayed, you are truly divine and heaven sent. Inside of you, Black Queens, and look into the future. Through you would be our next black president. This is Black Ice giving you the presentation of the Black Queen's biography. I love you for your Afrocentricity. And I love you for your spirituality. For all of you Black Queens, are mahogany. That's that piece. Fire see round from all of our hosts, ladies and gentlemen. That was Natalie, Brother Rob, our sister Cotton, myself, Misconception, and Black Ice. We are super excited to have you here joining us on this final Voices Behind the Pan for 2015. But I do not want to keep our callers waiting. I know there are several of you here, and I thank you. Let's go ahead and go to our call line. Caller, state your name. Where are you calling from? Hey, caller, state your name for us. Where are you calling from? Calling from Chicago, Northside. All I'm right. What's your name? My name is James Lester Third, but All I go right. by on my poetry. I call myself King James Version. All right, that's what's up. Can you hear I can't me wait clear? To can you hear me clear, Marshall? I'm sorry. I can hear you very clear. The sister can hear you very can you clear. clear. We can hear you very clear. We can hear you very clear, my brother. Um, I got a question for you, my brother. You put a, a piece on Facebook today, and yeah, I know yeah. you've been following the movement, the POET movement, and um, I just want you to real Actually, quick just talk about. Years. I've been following Black Ice for about two years. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Um, I want you to talk about this piece that you put up on Facebook um, earlier today and the origin and, and just the background of that piece right quick for those who may not be listening. And if you are listening, please request this brother on Facebook, James Let L-E-T-T. The third, the third I, James Let, right, capital I, capital third, I, capital I, I, Roman numeral three, the James Let, there you go. Um, tell us about this piece, my brother. Uh, actually, uh, it was a while ago, my grandfather had passed, 
all my life. Uh, I'm going to just read the uh, last verse, and this is what I got all my life from my grandfather. It said, for life okay. is a mirror of king and slave. Tis just what we are and do. And give the world the best you have and the best will come back to you. So all my life, my grandfather wrote it in my yearbooks from eighth grade to high school, all my cards he ever gave me for my birthday. So you know how you expect something, you don't read into it. And I, I, I consider myself a person that reads words. And I didn't read these words the way that that I should have, as I know now. But let me tell you about the story. Now, the story of this poem, it came from my great-grandfather, Isaac Severe, to my grandfather, Robert Severe, Robert Ransom Severe. And my grandfather, all my life, wrote this poem, this one paragraph, in my cards, whatever. And I, I thought my grandfather was crazy, like everybody else do. Like, man, this dude crazy. He write this in here. He might <laughs> give me some money. Okay. So, uh, I'm at I'm at the job. I'm a doorman downtown, and at the front desk, my grandmother called, and my grandfather had a heart attack at that point. Then they put him on machines. You know how they go. They try to sedate him. They try to bring you back. And uh, everybody's trying to figure out how we're going to get to Oklahoma because he's originally from Chicago, and they moved to Oklahoma. So while I was at work, my grandfather, my grandmother was telling me, like, don't get weak. You know, like your grandfather say, stand strong. You know, do your job. Whatever we got to do here, we're going to be here. When I tell you to come, you come. And in that conversation, I asked my grandmother, because in those cards I read over and over, I never took to heart the words that was on that paper. So I asked my grandmother, hey, uh, Grandma, you got those words, you know, on my cards my grandfather wrote? And she told me, she said, I got something better for you. So when I got there and they figured out the final decision uh, that my grandfather was going to rest, you know, so... All along in the car ride there, me and my brother talking, and I was telling my brother about this. And my brother was like, man, it's going to be okay. And I, I was really shook because this is a guy that had his hand in my, my life, had his hand on my heart, my well-being, uh, all the way. So even my dress. Um, I get to Oklahoma, my, my grandmother, my uncle, and my mother, they give me a a sheet of paper, and they say, you're going to say this at your grandfather's funeral. And at that point in my life, that's like the worst thing that ever could happen to somebody. But I looked at the words on the paper, and at the end, I saw, I looked at the bottom for whatever reason, and I saw what my grandfather had wrote. So I was eager to read the beginning to the end. And that whole night, my wife sat right there in a hotel where we were in Oklahoma City, I read this poem over and over until I felt I knew how to read it right. And with it being given from his father to him, I thought it was something that, I'm not going to say perform, but I should perform it. Because of this funeral, even my uncle knew I rapped and all this in my life. He told me, Jay, give it everything you got. So then I, I went to the hotel, read it. We get to the funeral. 
and it's my turn up how they call you up. And it, it was like the coldest moment in my life where I didn't feel no pain. I didn't feel nothing. I walked up and I read the poem and here go the poem and say, there are loyal hearts. Wait, let me say it again. There are loyal hearts. There are spirits brave. There are souls that are pure and true. And give the world the best you have and the best will come back to you. Give love and love to your life will flow. A strength in your utmost need. Have faith and a score of hearts will show their faith in your word and deed. Give truth and your gift will be paid in kind. And honor will honor me. And a smile that is sweet will surely find a smile is just as sweet. For life is a mirror of king and slave. Tis just what we are and do. And give the world the best you have, and the best will come back to you. Now, having the end of a poem and not having the beginning is very incomplete. It took me to be 40 or 39 years at that point to understand that if somebody gives you the end of something and don't give you the beginning or the middle, I don't know how you will feel, but I felt incomplete. And when I read the whole poem, I felt complete. Well, I can move through my family being the oldest male on both sides and able to be the strength for my family after I got there. So I thought the timing was off because I didn't get it out of my grandfather's hand. But when my grandmother gave it to me, it was the most important thing in my life. And it's the most important thing that I can give the world. Because as he said, get a world the best you have and the best to come back to you. I don't have nothing that I call the best for the world. But with these words, I think that's the best thing I ever had to give somebody in a time of need, in a time of hurt, in a time of loss. And that's all I got. That's my piece. I think that that was, uh, that was very well said. And it showed a lot of conviction. And, you know, for me this time it was very different because generally when people call call in and share poetry, they they kind of just jump right into it like they tell us who they are and everything. But you gave us an entire background on your poems. And uh, the fact that there's a lot of history in that, it really says a lot. And, uh, yeah, it's, you know, I... It's three I, generations. I, it's pardon? three generations. My name is James Lester Third, So I'm the yeah. third generation to receive this poem. And our third generation in my life is long. Yeah, I think that was awesome. And, you know, uh, continue to go forth with that. And uh, I can see that being handed down to your children. You know, keep that in the family. Yeah, not just my children. I want to hand it to the world. And with that being said, I know I come from a true poet legacy. Yep. My three uncles that stood there and gave a eulogy that day, they gave a eulogy to my grandfather, and they hit three sons, and I was the poet. It's like three preachers and the poet. I ain't Absolutely. never going to be a preacher, but I know how to say words eloquently, or I know how to produce these words because I'm alone with my pen and paper in the darkest hour. People talk about the darkest hour. That's all I got. Absolutely. The, the refining of this, is 
from what I call my mentor. I never said it to him, but that's Black Ice because I know he's the hardest working poet out here. Yeah. International, national. I was born internationally in Germany. I ain't never been to Germany, but I know he go places. And I know he say whatever is on his heart, and and it and it brings people together, regardless of whatever continent, wherever he go. Absolutely, and thank you so much. I'm sorry. Thank you so much, dear brother. That was uh, an outstanding expression of your history, your legacy, and everything that uh, comes along with you. And, uh, you know, I encourage you to definitely keep that pen up. And, and again, you know, thank you so much um, for acknowledging, you know, those that have come before you and that have influenced you. We appreciate you. We live in Chicago. We got to peel these layers. We hard and we don't love, and we can't say uh, compassionate things out of our mouth, you know, expressing our feelings. And that's the problem with our African-American community is that we can't express our feelings because we think it's not good. We think it's not cool. We we don't think it's the, I don't know the new word to say for it, but we don't think it's the end. Absolutely. And again, thank you. Thank you again for sharing uh, all of your, your thoughts, your, your expressions. And let, me, and, let me ju- and let me jump in here, too. And my brother, mm-hmm. um, for the sake of time, and we got a lot of callers on the line, so we got, we got to move on. But but no, no, it's all good. But let me just say this, you know, and I wanted to kick off the show with you tonight for that particular reason, because sometimes the spirit of what is released in this airways and these airways and in the atmosphere sets the tone for the whole show. So you have set the tone for the whole show. But let me just say this. Um, um, I appreciate the words that you said of me, but this is about you right now. I appreciate the fact that you were obedient to the spirit that God put in you to pick up on the vibe of your grandfather. And although he had left something to you that you had, there you go. It comes down from that whole line. But Mm -hmm. although uh, he gave you the end of something, God inspired you to complete it. And so thus is just the life that we live. Um, Our parents give us a piece to a puzzle. It's up for us to continue the work. There was a picture that I put on Facebook today um, of one of my cousins who is older. He's an elder, you know. Uh, he's 50 and is like mid-50s, and I'm in my almost almost mid-40s. But he's always, he's always been like a big brother to me. And um, there was right. something that I said on the fly, and, and I said that he taught me the game. I just perfected it. And so... When when we get these um, pieces to the puzzle, it's a piece to the game of life, and it's up to us it's to just, complete it for us, you know, not looking at someone else and seeing what they do in comparison to what we do. There, there used to be an old saying, if I could be like Mike, it's not really about being like Mike, it's about being the best black ice I can be and being the best King James that you can be and Misconception and Cotton and Natalie and um, Sabrina and Brother Rob. And so, Brother, I really appreciate you just setting the tone for the whole show. Those who are on the line, I know we took a lot of time with this one, Brother, but we're about to get to you right now. I apologize, Those who are on the line. 
I'm sorry, brother. We couldn't hear you. You're not on speakerphone. I, said, I, I apologize, but that was something on my heart. They got to get out of there. And I'm going to be a willing person as it might be. And I'm going to bring other brothers in so they could express themselves. And I don't care what corner of the world that it comes But when I talk poetry and rhythm to somebody, it comes back to this. And I ain't never been no poet, but I know I'm, I'm a person of extraordinary talent. There you go. There you go, right there. And that's it. Nobody says the people that know me know that I am somebody. There you go. And ladies and gentlemen, with that being said, you are tuned in to POET Radio. As my brother said, people of extraordinary talent. We are Voices Behind the Pins on Monday nights. Tonight you have Natalie Shields. You have um, our sister Sabrina, who's a little bit under the weather, but she's still in and on board. We have Brother Rob the Poet. We have um, Sister Cotton Campbell, softest voice in poetry, queen of seduction. And we also have Misconception, along with myself, King of Poetry, Black Ice. That was our brother, King James, James Let the Third, calling in from Chicago. We're going to go ahead and keep this poetic train moving on. What a way to start our show, brothers and sisters. Just phenomenal, phenomenal, phenomenal. We appreciate those who are on the line, that's been on the line. We're about to go to you right now. And uh, we're going to go ahead and pick it up at uh, Complicated Passion, calling in from the LBC. Complicated Passion, calling in from the LBC. Uh, what's good, my brother? How are you feeling? I'm feeling great, you know, after hearing that. You know, it's just uh, inspiring and I hope that it inspires uh, a whole bunch of others, you know, to take in that message that was just shared by that young brother. That was beautiful, man. Yeah. That that was beautiful, and I hope that people really grasped what that brother brought to the table tonight. You know, um, it was a testimony. It was a personal story. It was, um, you know, a removing of his self-ego, you know, because a lot of people won't use what someone else has laid down, you know, um, a foundation. They will, no, I want to do my own thing. I want to, no, you know, sometimes, you know, you have to, Big Daddy Kane said, I'm an old hip-hop head, right? So (laughs) Big Daddy Kane said something when there was a dispute over the sampling back in the day. He said, if we didn't revive and bring back alive old beats that we appreciated, it wouldn't survive. (laughs) That's right. That's right. (laughs) So so I just wanted to drop that on you. But uh, Mr. Complicated Passions, you are on. It's Monday night. Um, tell us what you got going on, brother, tonight. Well, uh, tonight I'm, I'm in because it's dinner time, you know, and, and so I was holding on. I said I'm going to get on before I start my dinner, you know, eating-wise part of it. But, uh, you know, I just wanted to tune into the show. And, you know, of course, I'm a, if I can't get on all the time, I will be listening. You'll see me log in. It's complicated, so you know I'm here supporting and doing that thing. And, of course, uh, if you're in the Los Angeles area, uh, on the 3rd I'll be performing at, at the Promenade in uh, Pomona again. Uh, if you'd like to check out a video on my page, just go to my page. If you're a Facebook friend, if not, become a friend and, and check it out. You can see what I what I do. You know, instead of just hearing me spit on POET, you can actually see a video. So when I come to Chicago, you'll know what's going to happen. <laughs> I heard that. <laughs> Yeah, I heard that. So, 
Yeah, for sure, you know, because uh, I'm, I'm planning my trip, and, and uh, you'll hear from me at the end of January, and you'll know exactly what day I'm going to be in Chicago. Well, actually, it's going to be depending on what can happen for me in Chicago, so I'm going to get in contact with you, and then on that day, that's the same day I buy my ticket for June to come, so I'll have my ticket and where I'm going to be staying, hotel, whatever, so it's, it's going to be live, so CP is coming to uh, Chicago, just like that. Well, brother, you know, we got the red carpet for you, brother. Our arms are open wide. Brother, just keep me posted. Let me know in advance so I can let you know um, what I have going on um, that particular month. And I can pretty much tell you between now and December of 2016 what we have going on. So, you know, if you want to line up with something that we have going on um, in a particular month, then just get with me in advance. And I'll kind of let oh, you know. I'm definitely I'm definitely going to do that. So I'm going to spit a short piece because I've already talked enough for a piece. So I'm going to spit this, and I'm going to get out of everybody's way. I will be listening to the show. So, you know, I expect to hear good poetry. That's why I came, plus it's free. All right. <laughs> All right, check it out. Um, this piece is called The Lonely. It crossed my mind looking into her eyes. I couldn't turn away from the stare down. Seems as though I were caught up in a daze. I found myself reflecting on a reflection. At least the moment felt that way. Silence filled the air. Thought became wanting, thinking I should speak out. She broke the silence, whispering, I know. I see it in your eyes. Her words became my next heartbeat, seeing she was the reflection of my desire. Complicated passions. That was uh, that was really nice, and I like the way that you worded everything. I think that that was very passionate, and uh, it's definitely something to be shared with the world. I really did like that. Thank you. You know, it was short, but it was definitely sweet. No problem. Oh, yeah. Br- Brother Rob? Oh, you know what? I'm sorry. He got off the line and he got back on, so I have to unmute my brother again um, if I can find him somewhere. There we go, right there. Okay. Um, sorry for the inconvenience. Brother Rob, you are live now. Okay, cool, cool. Sorry about that. I hit the wrong button. That's how I got disconnected. But, yeah, man, that piece was cool and stuff, man. Like Sister said, it was short, but it was to the point and stuff, man. And, I mean, you know, just hearing that short piece, I'm sure you got some – Good long foggy ones for us and stuff, but you know you great. Get your grub on, so you don't want to go too long. I can dig it. I can dig it. I can dig it. But uh, job was good, and uh, keep it going, man. Y'all come back now. You hear? All right, thank you, sir. That's what's up. Cotton. Hey, that was I. One thing I like is short and sweet. You know, I think I got ADHD or something. I don't know, but <laughs> I definitely enjoyed that piece. So I hope you come back and uh, share with us again. Misconception. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I gotta <laughs> I gotta agree with that short and sweet being outstanding. And you know, I'm a, I'm gonna say what, you know, one of the old folks told me when I was coming up, the truth don't take long to tell and if it's gonna sound good, it's gonna sound good. So I Indeed. <laughs> Indeed. Thank you. Yes, yes, absolutely. I appreciate you for sharing that with us. And uh, I think Black Ice has stepped away for just a moment, but um, I know that uh, we definitely appreciate your support and calling in. And I don't want to hold you away from your dinner plate much longer. We don't want anything getting cold. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's <laughs> right, because, you know, I'm on, on Cali time. All right. I, I, I know, right? 
All right. Peace and love. All right. Peace and love, dear brother. All right, ladies and gentlemen, you are tuned into Three Time National Poetry Award winning POET Radio. This is Voices Behind the Pen. We're going to keep on swinging, keep this train moving, and go to the phone lines. Well, Warrior, I know you are in the building. Dear brother, how are you? I'm blessed and highly favored. How are you feeling, Queen? I am good. I am good. The team is hopping on our final show of 2015. I know last night was your anniversary show. Tell people just real uh, real quick, about 30 seconds about the evening and how that was for you. It looked like you were still going in on the energy there on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> um, I just want to first uh, give a shout-out to Poet. You guys came out and represented, I think you guys, about 10 or 11 deep. So I'm so thankful for you guys coming out and representing in my event. Absolutely. You are quite welcome. On behalf of the POET family, I'm sure that I can definitely say you are more than welcome for our presence, and we definitely support you. Thank you. It was an awesome, awesome event. Awesome event. I just got to talk about K. Sarai. Everybody's talking about her. (laughs) No disrespect to Hood. I love Hood to death. But K. Sarai did her thing, you know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying, representing poet, representing herself, representing Wisconsin. She she got down. So that's it. It was an amazing event. Yes, that's Sister did. She represented everybody and everything so well. But dear brother, let the folks hear your pen and and, and what 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 will you get I'm gonna do this piece. Um <clears throat> I'm gonna just say real quick that I believe there are pieces inside of us that paper can't even handle. And this is one of those pieces. This piece is called Living with a Demon. Going through life day by day, living in pure hell, if I must say, if I didn't love you, I wouldn't remain here. Only the Lord knows how I survived these dramatic four and a half years. You damaged my mind and killed my pride and abused my mentality time after time, I was embarrassed and ridiculed in front of my thieves and physically abused at points where you made me bleed. You demolished my understanding. You ruptured my soul. But since I thought I was in love, you had full control. It had to be a curse because I couldn't let go. Every time I said yes to staying, I really meant no. Embarrassments on top of arguing, the drama would hardly ever cease. There were times, seriously, I felt like I lived with a beast. Could this be love combined with abuse? And definitely all I wanted was to break loose. You got into it with me. You were never happy. You actually fought a couple of my family members. You demonic chapter. Wherever you are, I still love you. I thank the Lord I survived that domestic abuse. In peace, word warrior. Natalie? All right, our sister may be on mute there, Natalie. Check and see if your phone is on mute. Meanwhile, 
Well, Gloria, I definitely am going to need you once my team speaks to you briefly. Um, I'm going to need you to tell people what you got coming up for 2016. And also, because you are one of the current heirs, you are in the last class of heirs, I, as an incoming, would like to ask you for your help promoting because I know you know how to get this thing done. So I definitely want you to help us out, promote that ears 2016. I'm excited. Just, you know, hey, I'm ready. I'm ready. But um, yeah. let's, let's see if we've got our sister off of mute just yet. Natalie, are you there? All right, maybe not, maybe not, maybe not. But uh, and anyway, where were you? What's up for 2016? What you got on the agenda here? Wow, um, I'm only going to do my event every three months, and that's only going to be four shows a year, only because it takes it's a lot of time, energy, finance, and it's I just want to just kind of relax a little bit. Every other month was a little rough, so I'm going <laughs> to do my my event every three months. So it'll be March, June, all March, June, September, and December only. So I'm only going to have four shows next year. So right now, that's when I'm on. Um, I'm working on a CD. I'm trying to have it by March. So my March event um, at Wells Spoken Live, I want to do a CD release slash birthday celebration. So I'm working. I'm in the studio right now as we speak, working on my CD. Outstanding, outstanding. Well, I am excited to hear that, dear brother. And um, like I said, I know you are one of the presently reigning heirs. <laughs> so that's the poetry. And, and me being new, I am asking for your help. So please get that word out there for us for Heirs 2016. We cannot wait. We are excited, all of us. And, uh, you know, hey, I know you know what that feeling is. So please help yeah. me get the word out. <laughs> Absolutely. Cool, cool, I got you. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And just a little feedback. Um, I know we got a lot of callers, so just in the interest of time, um, hopefully the team won't mind if I speak for them, but we have definitely and truly respected and accepted and truly enjoyed each time that you come through and support and each time that you come through and express. So I appreciate you, and we appreciate you again. And much success as you continue. Yes, sir. Thank you. Thank you. Absolutely, absolutely. We have a number of folks on the line here. Florida, we see you out there. Illinois, we see you out there. And and, uh, New York, another touch with Sabrina hanging out in the building. We got Kylie Brown on the line. We see you out there. So, hey, let's go ahead and keep this chain moving. Ladies and gentlemen, again, you are tuned in to POET Radio. That is the three-time National Poetry Award-winning POET Radio, Voices Behind the Pen. And uh, we'll go ahead and keep scooting to the phone line. Caller, state your name for us, and where you calling from. Hello, everybody. How are you? It's Kylie Brown. Kylie Brown. What's happening? Kermit Princess of Poetry 2015. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Still basking in my glory, although uh, you guys will be taking over very soon. So congratulations to all of the heirs of 2016. I congratulate you all. I know that feeling. So uh, it's always wonderful to be um, recognized by your peers um, for all the hard work that you do, and I'm just so proud of every single one of you. Thank you so much, and we truly, truly appreciate that. So uh, I know you're ready to pass the touch on to us. We can't wait. (laughs) Oh, yes, absolutely. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. And you've always been outstanding with helping us promote, so we just ask that you do that for us and with us as well. We stay a team and do this thing together. 
But um, I, I want the folks to know exactly why you are currently reigning. So without further ado, I want to go ahead and get to your pen, sis. What you bring Absolutely. to share tonight? Absolutely. I hope you guys enjoy. <clears throat> the blush penetrates deep into my face when he says, you fuck men's minds with words. Hmm. I tend to wonder if he realizes that this, he, is the only mind that I want. He makes me move in slow motion. I walk and talk in staccato while listening to the rhythm of his intellect. I'm always so overwhelmed by his conversation that I dare not express how I desire his flesh. For if I think of him in that way, I am overloaded with desires that cannot be quelled by my current toy box items. His name clings to my tongue like like peanut butter and honey, and it threatens to slip out when I'm in the presence of others. I want to control my actions. I promise you I do, but I know that this issue shall remain until he inhabits my core. He walks alone by choice and default. Born to be a king, it was destined that he sit above and look below. A leader that commands followers with a strict but fair hand, success is his birthright. Dominion over all surveyed his gift and his curse. His kingdom was usurped, but the genetic tenacity of his ancestors and progeny keep his fires fueled. And when he returns, his queen is there to feed his form and stroke his ego. She she commends his efforts, massages away his tension, and relieves his carnal desires. For when he leaves his kingdom again, his shoulders are back, jaw squared, walk proud, for she has renewed his prominence as a man. His His teeth are bright white with a tinge of blue. Surrounded by royal purple gums, his smile cuts through the midnight curtains. His skin is the color of endless abyss, hair even darker than that. Eyes the hue of that moment between thought and actuality. My flesh compared to his is fair. He has overcome the prejudices of his own kind, and he's embraced his role as the origin of man. He wields a phallus of exquisite significance, and he makes love like the progenitor of these actions. It is his burden to be the beast of the blackest berry. His kiss is the sweetest of juices, for he is the king of the obsidian realm. Ah, yeah. He's that dude. Mm. In peace. Natalie? We're going to go ahead and go to the next one. Natalie hasn't informed us where she's at yet. Natalie, the instructions are when you are booted off the line and you call back in, you have to press star eight, sis, in order for us to know where you are. If you don't do that, then we are not going to be able to know which Illinois caller you are amongst the seven Illinois callers that we have on the line. So um, let's get that in gear. But until she does that, let's go ahead and go to Brother Rob. 
Yeah. Sister, that was incredible. You know, it's like you can tell when grown folks is on the mic and stuff. You know what I'm saying? And stuff. <laughs> you, that, that, that was just cool. That was just cool. I mean, you know, uh, a, a posse of youngers could, could could get with that, but at the same time, you could be at the pool hall and stuff with cigarette smoke around and stuff with a little mellow band behind you and stuff, just turning the joint out and shit, man. It's straight grown and sexy. Not just grown and sexy, grown and sexy and still fucking. I like it. Keep the same thing going. I'm trying. I'm trying to learn how to do erotic poetry and stuff and whatnot. So I mean, listening to that, oh, sister, you got me really charged over here and stuff. Love your work. Love your work. Always have. Keep it going. Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> My pleasure. Cotton. Hey, Miss Kylie. Congratulations on Beast Women. Let me say that again. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Of course, I always love your work, and I and and I'm one of these days you're gonna come in and you're gonna do um, Anita Baker. I'm just saying, I just thought put it out there. Uh, I, <laughs> I will, I will, I promise you, I will get to it. Thank you, child. If you don't get Anita Baker's song for Cotton, Lord have mercy. <laughs> She's been waiting all of 2015 for it, so. That is your assignment for 2016. Get Cotton and Anita Baker's song. Yes, yes. But that was outstanding work, you know, and I've got much love for you and your parents. So thank you so much for supporting Voices Behind the Pen and just, you know, being there just overall, you know, doing what you do. Being post <laughs> We'll do, we'll do, and we'll continue to do so. Absolutely. Thank you again. Black Eyes. Okay, I guess he's sitting sitting back for just a moment. We're going to go ahead then and also want to thank you again, ladies and gentlemen, for tuning in here with us on the final 2015 POET Radio Voices Behind the Pen. We are excited to go in full speed into 2016. We got a lot on the agenda. Like like I said earlier, everything is happening. Um, Before we go back to the phone lines, we are going to give you another bit of our host flavor and kick off another host speed round. And uh, my team, you guys know what the order is. Sister Natalie, you will kick us off. Brother Rob, Cotton, myself, and uh, Black Ice is joining us. You guys will definitely hear from him as well, rounding us out. Go ahead, sis, kick it off. Mirror, mirror on my wall. Be like me and hang nice and tall. What do you see when you see me? Do you see a girl that society judges as crippled? Because I know you'll be true. What's inside? You see, when I was 12, Mirror, I grew too fast and was diagnosed with a bone condition too big to remember the name, but it made my flat feet even more flat. So when I walked, it made people notice me, but I'm not a celebrity. I'm just me. Abuse. There was laughter, and people were pointing at my flatness, just laughing, walking like a duck. I heard them jeer. I didn't crack no jokes, never claimed to be a comedian. Children must be close to the spirit world, because at first I didn't notice how deep I was walking, marking footprints in the earth. That is important. I can't stand the doctor. The doctor appointments and x-rays consumed my early life. Hated that shit. I already told you I didn't believe in fantasies. I couldn't believe that it was me that had to go inside a white room, sitting on a cold-ass table, bare feet, with some tall man with big hands examining my feet. They said it wasn't no big deal, but it was me that had to go through it. Y'all didn't. Y'all just took me on the ride. High school was harder, and I hated gym class. The gym teacher had no authority and would not make them stop laughing. She wasn't no bodyguard, just a human being. I wanted to give up gym class but kept on going. 
God said, you ain't no sucker. Don't you go out like one now. That would be the joke. I struggle to make sense out of something so innocent. It's just a bone, but I can't make a wish out of it. It can't make the condition better. I hated walking like I did public speaking. Y'all added insult to injury, poured salt on my wounds, but on I continued to go. For years, I was picked on for being flat-footed, but it made them notice when I was just a face in the crowd. Last year, my aunt bought me a full-size mirror. I became more and more aware of how flat I stood and walked. But the more I noticed, I realized, wow, she looks great. Why can't they see what I do? I gained acceptance from she, the person on the other side. It didn't take surgery, x-rays, orthotics, but a mirror that showed me a beautiful girl looking back. It took a mirror in peace. Brother Rob, you're on mute. If you're if you're spitting, you're on mute. We can't hear you. Um, so I'm let's sorry. go ahead and go to. Okay, go ahead, my brother. Sorry about that. Yo, here we are, and we're looking good, man. I'm talking about good enough to paint. Here we stand, some sinners, some saints, some ain't sinners. Trust me, when it comes to God, there is no need to be nervous. You see, a sinner's a sinner, and them saints ain't hardly all that perfect. Some of them looking down their noses at the sinners all like that. Knowing where they came from, the problem is they just refusing to look back. But if Jesus was here ministering the way he did back in the day, trust me, he wouldn't be chasing down them so-called saints, okay? He'd be going for what he came for, the lost sheep and the rejected, the misused, the confused, and the disrespected. Y'all know who I'm talking about, that sister on the corner selling her body for some crack? How about the man who drank his life away and might not get it back? How about those Native Americans whose land was stole all the former slaves and not the house Negroes but the foot soldiers? Y'all know who I'm talking about, those of you who really love to pray? Oh, you charity givers, trust me, you will have your day. See, Jesus is going to divide us up, man. You got to read them footnotes. You know, like the wheat from the chaff and also the sheep from the goat. Sheep's off to the right, goat's going to the left. One receives eternal life, the other one receives death. He's going to look at both sides that's when he's going to say to the sheep, the day of salvation has come, my good servant, come be with me. See, when I was hungry, folks like you gave me some food. When I was thirsty, folks like y'all gave me some water, too. When I was a stranger, folks like y'all gave me some rap. When I was buck naked, folks like y'all put clothes on my back. When I was on lockdown, folks like y'all came to see me. When I was on my sick bed, folks like y'all came to visit me. And you might stop and start thinking way back and be like, Lord, no disrespect. We don't remember seeing you all like that. That's when he's going to smile and say as sweet as can be when you did it to your brother man that's when you did it unto me now goats off to the left where there's not too much more than i can say but where you might be going doesn't sound like a very very cool place see if salvation was meant for the sheep and not for folks like you i guess there never would have been enough for you to get carried to did you look out for your sister did you look out for your brother man when you had some extra change did you drop some in the can when you saw injustice did you at least have something something to say when you saw your co-worker or your friend down man did you at least pray see those are little things but little things mean a lot why well, could tell you, so let's roll off to the right. Come on now, ladies, women, children, fellas, don't be a bunch of followers. We could all be individual leaders, and most of all, continue to give, be, to continue in God to be firm believers. So now we could be swift like the serpent, but as wise as the owl, deadly as the serpent, but even more gentle than the child, shy like the turtle, and aggressive like the big old lion. See me, I ain't no preaching, no teaching. Lord knows, I'm just trying to share with y'all what little bit I've been blessed to know. 
God to plant the seed, but it's up to us to let the seed grow. Now, I know that's easier said than done. No need for me to lie, but my mom's always taught me that nothing ever be the failure but a damn good try. See, this is dedicated to everybody who's been once or twice left out, misused, abused, and straight up stressed out. Life will make you mad. It's designed to do that. Sometimes it might even make you curse, but you got to remember when you think you're doing bad, it's always somebody doing worse. You want some answers to your problems, family? Here's one small clue. Christ didn't come for the saved. Christ came to save you. And peace, 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 peace. He loves me, not because I'm a strong black woman. He loves me unconditionally, truly, unbelievably. His affection is a reflection of how he was raised. It's the respect, not neglect. He's romantic, attentive, forgiving. He's honest, loving, open, and willing, but not wimpy. He's God-fearing, so he understands the ability to feel me. He knows what my heart feels, how it beats. He loves me because he loves me, not always knowing why. He thinks of me before he sees me, and I appear. Hands extended, arms stretched out, waiting to embrace the love that pours out because he loves me. I can only give to him what he desires because he loves me. He loves me, and he doesn't know why. He loves me, and I love him back, softly spoken. Hey, God. Sometimes I get stuck, and I end up feeling really strong, and Sometimes I feel informed, but I still stop and I wonder. Like ancient pyramids and symbolically treasured monuments, I said I cannot be broken, nor will I crumble. Like the willow tree, I will wave with the wind, and when I take on human form to walk to you, I do stumble. Holding energy that is creation and kinetic, I strive to maintain my sights and follow your way as my guide prophetic. Lead me into the right direction. I need you to reach perfection. I have been worn and wicked, but still I hear the loudness of the lesson. With every lingering pain, I know that I am still alive and ever so thankful for that lesson. I yell out to you, but my voice comes out in silence. I drop my head in defeat, ready to accept my troubled mileage, ready to travel the roads in faith, believing I'll arrive at survival as long as I'm obedient to the message. I can't help but to begin to stagger into all of your blessings. All of the aforementioned is true of my heart, but my emotions take over, and on some days it's a battle I don't want to start. I feel like my feet no longer make tread, even though the pavement is wet and ready to have the stripes of change painted. I take several turns, and although I don't want to walk through the valleys of hatred, I'm ready to put in the work so that the young will make it. I question why these things are still happening, why my creator has allowed its destruction, knowing they always taught me don't question the way but that I should just follow along and play. I still want a piece of peace to interrupt this, so I turn into the light prepared to stand in this, taking on the assignment of my gift to heal the village. In this questioning, I have been answered and issued my purpose. My creator, I hear you after my prayers and petitions. I'm always tuned in to you, and yes, I will be diligent. And I'll turn to the way of the righteous with added strength in my spirit, and I know through and with you I will survive this. You put the right people around me to embrace me in this. I see that you've sent and lifted me with the force of fellow griots, messengers, and writers. Our greatest gift has been revealed as our destiny that appears in this painted tale of life. We've been ordained to change, and for our survival we shall rewrite and write this. <laughs> 
Well, I thank everyone who stood with me and who stands with me and who will be with me and those that have walked before me and all of the blessings that are coming to me. I just thank that you continue to bless our voices that come behind our pens. And in divine order, a new calendar year is coming. So I hope that people are ready to usher that change in. So in your divine order and your steps as they're ordered, I'm ready to follow them. And that's that piece. I've been tested, spiritually invested in. I've been nailed to the cross, crossed up, but failure for me is not an option. I'm not opting out. I'm in it to win. This life has a way of purging you, mentally discouraging you. But I'm just a servant sent here to serve you, although some of you have said to me the nerve of you. Feels like I've carried the weight of this spoken word world on my shoulders. Obstacles, these rocks, then turn to boulders. But I stay lifted, young, black, and gifted, taking the spoken word game to another gear shifted, and I'm on cruise control. And I was told to never let them see me sweat or lose control. But I stay so smooth that you can't even get next to me. I'm like that Texas T. I should change my name from black ice to black gold because I got that Midas touch. And I know how to turn a minus into a plus. Plus, I got a plan. And as cool as I am, shit, I still got fans. Yes, some of these cats still want to test me. I'll, I'll give you credit, though. You bring it up the best to me. The perfect blend of talent, intelligence, and sexy. And for what I'm about to say, I hope y'all don't think no less of me. But see, some of y'all can be so critical. Like everything we write got to be lyrical. And some of y'all content with performing on stage. No, fuck that. I'm performing miracles. And before y'all started selling y'all poetry books and DVDs, I was on the Chicago L train selling Movados. And I think it's good that you spit fire and sold out all your poetry CDs, but I got bigger things on my mind, like selling out Dusabos, Kenwoods, Regals, tinted windows you can't see through. But the good thing about tinted windows are I can see you, and I'm not impressed. You're about to witness one of the best spoken word artists live in the flesh. And why does it seem like in my city some people can be so evil? And maybe some of y'all poets are no better than the black folks keeping butter away from white people. And see, since your boy be coming up, some of these bitch niggas been feeling neglect. But I'm so revered on this earth that mosquitoes don't even bite me out of respect. The scene is set. Here I come. The king is here. Sound the drums on your knees. Take a bow. Your boy is back. I'm black and I'm proud. Step peace. Fire speed round. You know, I could talk about the team and, and give us kudos all day and night, but wow. There are so many of you on the line. I definitely want to scoot right over. And, ladies and gentlemen, that's the round with your host lineup for this evening here on three-time National Poetry Award winning POET Radio Voices Behind the Pen. I am going to just scoot over to the phone line, grab this next caller, because I want you to tell us 10 seconds, 20 seconds, what you thought of the whole speed round, and then tell us what you've got to share. Call us, state your name and where you're calling from, please. Call us that you hey, everybody. This is God's Poetic Child. Peace and love, God's Poetic Child. You were in the building last Hello. night, too. <laughs> what did you think of that speed round here from your host lineup? It was nice. I like the um, I like Black, uh, Black Ice piece. I think I heard that a couple times. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a little, little different on it, though, this time. I heard that about the butters. <laughs> And, and God's poetic child, so nobody is uninformed. Who you representing? Let the people know. I'm representing poets.
Yes, yes, yes. P-O-E-T family in the building, our very own God's for the child. And you received an award, if I'm not mistaken. I know I saw you post that on your Facebook page. Let the people know real quick, before you spit your piece, what you received I, that award for. Um, I received an award from Black Ice. It was the 2015 Most Improved Award. Yes, ma'am. Very well deserved, and congratulations to you for that award and all of your accomplishments. And as I tell you often, I hear you and your pen growing very, very much strength coming out of you. I am impressed and proud. But let the callers hear why I am blowing your horn, young lady. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I told you, you didn't do anything wrong. It's not true. Trust me, it's not. Anything I say or react to is not true. It's them. Well, my ex. I guess I'm still hurt from the past. Like I said, I was always treated like shit. I was used and was never listened to. I had to beg for someone to hold my hand. You are holding my hand without me even asking you to. That's why I do not know how to hold anyone's hands correctly. You gave me your sweater. I wanted it so I could feel close to you. I had to beg for their stuff. I brought someone something. They did not take it. You took it and wore it and ate it. Sending me good morning text messages, I had to beg for that shit. I didn't get that before. I literally had to beg someone to make to take me on a date. They never did. You come up to school just to see me. When I was in school, they never did. Trust me, it's not you. I want to learn to appreciate you and learn to love you. I don't want to push you away. I pushed them away and ran away from that. You give me compliments, and I never got that before. When they hurt me, they didn't care. That's why I was single, and that's why I act like this. They did not care. I try, and I try to love someone the right way, and it goes wrong. You kissed me in public by the train. The last person didn't want to do that with me. You listened to my moans and groans. They did not. They were only there for their satisfaction. You kissed me on the forehead. They did it. I want to say thank you because it's not you. You are not the one who is hurting me. You are doing everything in your power to not hurt me. That's it. That's all. I love you a lot because of that. You don't make me feel ugly at all. They did. I had low self-esteem because of the hurt and pain before I met you. All I ask, do not give up on me. You will not have to feel like a criminal because of my past hurts. You didn't do anything wrong. Trust me, it's me, not you. We have both been hurt. Let's not let our past hurts make us become bullies. Let us make our future better. In peace. Yeah, I really did like that piece, and I could tell that by listening to your voice, a lot had came out, and I think that that was really deep. It went way deep. Thanks for sharing. You're welcome. Thank you. Brother Rob? Yes, yes, yes. Queen, first of all, congratulations on your award. Hats off to Black Ice for blessing you with that. I don't know if it was the award. I don't know what it was, but tonight I'm hearing the funk from your little behind girl. You get your giddy get get on and stuff. I'm digging it. You're growing, man. You're growing. Thank you. You're quite welcome. Keep it going. Keep it going and stuff. Gotten? Hey, hey, guys. Poetic child. You know, I always love when you come on because you do real grown-up stuff. Like, I'm like, did she already go through some stuff that we don't know about? We need to talk. <laughs> I don't think she made 21 yet, but definitely appreciate you coming in and enjoyed that piece. With Thank you. 
Yes. Um, okay, can you hear yes. me now? <laughs> I'm so sorry. I was talking on mute. I have truly enjoyed all of your growth and your pen throughout this year. I'm just looking forward to seeing and hearing all that is coming from you because, wow, you've been phenomenal. You've really been really, really, really expressing a lot. So I'm, I'm impressed. Good job. Thank you. Yes. I'm sorry, Black Eyes, you were saying something? Yes, we're going to okay. go ahead and go to the next caller. All right. Caller, state your name and where you're calling from. Let's see if we can get King Flay on the line. He's been holding on the line for a while. King Flay, are you there? I'm here. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Um, tell everybody a little bit about yourself, brother. We met you last night at the set. Um, word, um, um, what, what is it called again? Live? Um, well Spoken Live. Well spoken live. We 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 kind of met you there for the first time, and I believe it's your time, really, first time really meeting um, some members of the poet organization, also as well. Um, give us your first impression of the poet organization, um, and um, give us a little feedback about what you thought about the set last night. Um, yeah, for sure. Uh, it was my first time meeting. Mainly all of you. I've met God's Poetic Child before. Once before, she told me all of, not all about you guys, but she told me quite a bit about you guys. You know, she speaks to you guys in high regard. Has nothing but great things to say about you all. Um, last night was really my first huge event like I've ever been to, and it was fun. You know, I like the way you guys came in as a unit. You guys are well, well organized. You know, um, there's mad love. It's a family. You know what I'm saying? It's a you can definitely see the love. It's a family, you know. Definitely, it's some. It's definitely something that people can look up to. I've and from other people who I've talked to about poet about you guys have nothing but good things to say about it. I've talked to uh, softly spoken about you guys. Um, me and Word Warrior have exchanged words about it. Yeah, you guys are definitely. Um, uh, some of the other people in Wolf Hours talk about you guys, too, when I uh, told them you guys were there last night. So you guys definitely leave huge impressions on people. I saw that last night. Thank you so much, dear brother, and I appreciate you saying that. Um, you know, on behalf of the POET family, you know, we thank you for your compliments to us. But um, I can't wait to hear your pen, dear brother. So uh, what you bring to share with us this evening? Uh, it's called uh, Reminiscent. My eyes bleed ink when I think about how we used to be a thing. I was so swallowed by the thought of having you, I never put thought into what I would do if I ever put it to a position to keep. I never opened up much, screwed my lips tight to prevent a leak, but you knew when things were wrong. My skeletons were modeling my dirty laundry in the closet, starting to stink. You are so damn smart. You warn me I regret losing my queen. These days, I don't even feel like a king. Just a prince turned toes, hopping from home to home, hoping a prince can kiss me. Sometimes I lay awake reminiscing, wondering if you miss me. I can't help but pop up on your page again to see if you're taking. A small smile of relief betrays me when I see you single just like me. Maybe, maybe it's because you still like me or believe me to be someone you can still see yourself being around. Your number's still in my phone with its own special ringtone, but I don't hear that jingle anymore, and honestly, I feel alone. Tequila and writing poems keeps me going. Please don't tell my mom I've fallen in love with another woman. 
when I was younger, I told her she was the only woman for me, and truthfully, she was. You came along and fucked that up. Excuse my language. That's no way to speak to a queen, forgive me. And not just for the obscenity in my speech, but because it took for us to stop talking for me to finally speak. And peace. I really did like that. To me, it sounds like a confession. And uh, in a good way, it sounds like very personal. Like, I feel like you're talking to me. And I think that anybody else can relate to that. And that's what I like about uh, making something personal and uh, intimate. You know, you have a way of grabbing that person inside as if, you know, you're the subject that you're writing about. So I really did like that. That was good. Brother Rob? Yeah, I liked it too, sister. And then, I mean, like she said, it was was a nice little personal piece, but you you tripped me out when you said she came along and fucked that up too, man. I'm glad I was on mute because I was laughing my ass off. Yeah, man. But that's cool. (laughs) A lot of poets can't really spit about themselves and the, you know, situations, whatever the case may be. So, you know, you got heart with your game and stuff, man. Keep that going and stuff, brother. There's a long run heading down there for you and stuff, man. Love your work. Keep on calling in. Word. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. No, no doubt. Cotton? Hey, hey, yeah. I definitely enjoyed that, um, you coming on and sharing with us tonight. Um, and, again, keep doing what you're doing. And, um, yeah, misconception. <laughs> Absolutely. Outstanding. I, I truly enjoy you there. Um and just, you know, your expression being very, very concise. You know, it didn't take you a long time to feel that part of the perspective. So I truly enjoyed that. I hope that you will continue to join us uh, again here on POUT Radio. We've definitely got something on board for you. And uh, am I hearing through the grapevine a little birdie whispering to me that you might be a uh, part of the family soon? I don't, I don't know. I haven't heard the same whispers you've been hearing. <laughs> well, I would like you to whisper behind the whisper that you would definitely consider being a part of the POET family, and uh, we welcome you. We definitely welcome you, you know, so do that for you and for us because uh, it, it's outstanding, you know. Um, Poets always open for membership, but um, I, I think that you will lend some super cool energy to the family, you know, like you said. You, you, you see what we're about, and you caught our vibe and our energy, so definitely you know, put some thought on that. All right? Yep. Yep. All right, dear brother. Thank you again for joining us here on POET Radio Voices Behind the Ten. And uh, stick around. Enjoy the rest of the show for us. All right. Let's go ahead and keep this train moving. Uh, we see you out there, Florida, Illinois. We see you out there, our sister Sabrina from New York. We know you are here. And uh, Mr. BSR, we know you are also in the building. Let's go ahead and keep this thing moving here. It looks like we are going to go to our next caller. Caller, state your name for us and exactly where you're calling from. Let people know. What's going on, family? It's Peace Houston, Texas. I know who that voice is. <laughs> <laughs> love, Peace. What's happening? I'm cool. Man. I'm chilling. How you doing? I know. you always chilling. <laughs> <laughs> we're good, we're good, dear brother. Excited to be winding down 2015 and just zinging into 2016. And hey, it's going to be phenomenal. Absolutely. And I'm going to need you to get out of Texas and come up here and visit us in the south sometime real soon. Maybe not yeah, during yeah, the snow yeah. and the wind, but. Yeah, as yeah, soon as it's got snowing and all that, yeah. <laughs> all right, dear brother. Well, without further ado, I'm going to hand you the mic. Go ahead and spit that piece. 
All right, this is um, nine lives. <clears throat> Reminiscent of being branded. Brandishing still make noise equipped with standard issues without subscriptions. And Boozy become a blood stoner without permission. I pay tuition. One life lost down to eight. Half past eight. Rain forecast at 100, doing 35 in the curve at a 60-degree angle. Late bloomer Autobahn scurries to be first in emerging lane. Clips front, ending innocent void. Sending me tail spinning 360 degrees times two. Upside down, causing an ending. Prepare me for a new beginning. Two lives lost. Down to seven. Wake up call, 3 a.m. Preparing for life's livelihood, Hobson ride, indigo skies, clear highway by the way of Highway 45, the way I continue my morning drive, not knowing do not enter street sign, not laying B-side, but mid-freeway, not seen till point-blank range hit point-blank, fame pops airbag, blinded by plastic game vision. Too late. Guardrail. Head-on collision. Three lives lost, six remain. Fire. The flames. Trapped between virgin lungs, consumed by smoke, inhalation must save them. One made it to safety, had the farmer of the baby. Blind hand off, kicked down the door, kids off safely. That day I lost one more. Down to five. Fighting to stay alive. Can't breathe underwater, smallest kid on the block. Bullies comedy act turned to lungs filled with chlorinated water. Lifeguard turned Soho's to a 20-second anecdote. Time stands still, bubble float, finally above water, face down. I drown. Down to four. Age five, kids at play. Complex situation in an apartment complex. Situations were none. Front and weather falls, turns cold front. Innocent plane jumping, running, mom's yells go unheard. Becks for me for brother's comfort directly across the street. Darts with obedience, no car timeout. T-boned. Three lives left. Single father with two daughters. Feeling sorry for self, mad at the world lost between my mind and saying elsewhere. Stupidity clouds just been picks up chrome, baby's reflection and barrel. No shack. Death consumed me. Two lives left. January 6, 2005. Guardian angel clipped wing me, clipped feeling celebratory event, hospital room 715. 85 years young, speaking without speaking, letting me know that she's ready through verbal eye contact for second continued celebration. Birth for them, prepare wings to prepare to fly for we. Two days later, she flew away. I died that day. Only this life remains. This life, this. Life. This life is used to change lives, to raise my girls and extensions thereof, along with this pen of my poetry to change the world, to spread definitions of love and to help others in need, to show that the mayhem of life just may end in prosperity, to push it to the limits from where you left off to new beginnings and ride this motherfucker to the actual break. See, to change the game is to change the world, and with love by my side. It will change the world. It's my nine lives. Peace. I really like that. I like the seriousness, the seriousness of it. And uh, what I notice is, like, some people, when they introduce themselves, you know, their voice will change when they start reading. But I notice that every time you read, and, you know, when you start off, your voice, it remains the same. And that, I like that quality about you. 
Thank you. Yeah, I appreciate that. No problem. Brother Rob? Yes, indeed. That piece was heavy as shit, man. I mean, it wouldn't be a bad idea to put put a beat to that, man. You know, um, it was heavy. I mean, what can I say and shit? And then, man, you got that voice. I think I was talking about you one time. The war and stuff, man. That, you, just like your voice, man. That, 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 that some scary shit, man. I'm serious, dude. If you put some music to that with some heavy ass bass and shit, man. You wake some people up. I'm telling you, brother. I'm telling you, man. But I mean, shit. I love that and stuff. Damn, I ain't even got nothing that damn. Look, <laughs> man, love your work, brother. Keep calling you, in, man. You're an inspiration to a whole lot of people and stuff, brother. No doubt. Thank you, man. No doubt. No doubt. Cotton? Hey, awesome piece. Definitely enjoyed um, you coming on and sharing with us. Like uh, Brother Ross said, yeah, you might want to put a beat to that. No doubt. So thanks, thanks for sharing with us. Misconception? Yes, yes, and as always, <laughs> nothing but love for you, Pen. Nothing but love for your expression. When you said nine lives, I did not know where you were gonna go. Like I don't know what to expect out of you, which is always a good thing because it's always a pleasant surprise. But yeah, that nine lives joint definitely nice. I like that. Nah, cause that's um, those are all my past lives. Everything that happened to me within. This life, you know what I mean? So, yeah, I, I, yeah. I, I heard your chronology there. I heard that. Yeah. yeah, hot stuff. I like that. Thank you. Please keep that going. Absolutely. So I, I'm going to say this slightly arrogantly. I, I look forward to talking to you next week. <laughs> indeed, indeed. Yes, yes. I know you are always, always here, and I appreciate you so much on behalf of POET Radio for supporting us um, all of this year, you know, each of the times that you've uh, taken time. You know, Keith, you've been very, you know, dedicated to your pen, very dedicated to us, and making sure that we've always had an opportunity to hear something um, from you and, you know, just, just get graced with your presence. And you've taken us on a nice ride kind of up, down. You took us on some turns and some swirls. So yeah. I love it. <laughs> Thank yes, you so much. Yes, back at you, back at you. And, again, thank you so much for hanging in with us 2015. So I look forward to kicking off next Monday, 2016, with you. And we will see you there inside a fresh calendar year. Indeed. Peace and Peace and love. All right, all right. Ladies and gentlemen, you all have been joined and tuned into heavily and strongly the energy of three-time National Poetry Award-winning POET Radio. This is Voices Behind the Pen. Tonight you're being hosted by Black Ice. We've got our sister Natalie on board with us. We've got Brother Rob. We've got Cotton on board, and this is Misconception. We are going to keep the train moving. We see you out there, Florida, Illinois, New York. We know that's our sister Sabrina. Much well wishes and prayers out for you, sis. We appreciate you being here. We are going to scoot on over to Mr. DSR Kane Spade in the building. What's going on, sir? Hey, what's going on, Misconception? Everybody in the What's Black Ice? So first, I want to thank uh, all y'all at POET who supported my DSR family last night. Well Spoken Live, the uh, anniversary celebration event. So I heard it was a great turnout over there. No shout out to World Warrior Aliens. Just wanted to thank y'all for supporting my family over there. 
Absolutely, absolutely. You know, together, that's how we make this thing happen. We build buildings together so that nothing can be destroyed. So, hey, that's what it is, a house of love. Thank you so much for acknowledging us. And, again, before you share your opinion, I want to thank you for all of your support and just being with us. And um, we, we did a lot this year. You know, I appreciate the time that you have called in to support POET Radio. Thank you for asking me onto your network to guest with you. And, um, you know, that's a personal thanks for me. But, um, again, I, I really, really enjoy everything that, you know, we've done this year and that the times that we've had a chance to hear from you. So, can say more than you know, you've been an outstanding, heavy contribution to the energy of the show. And uh, we just want to extend thanks to you for that. And also the uh, Unified show that we did, we definitely don't want to let anybody forget that that happened because, wow, that was a first-time phenomenal, epic event. And uh, I truly enjoyed being a part of that with you as well, sir. I appreciate that. Support, Absolutely. Support. How we doing? And uh, <laughs> yeah, I do have this piece for y'all, uh, like an inspirational type of piece. I know y'all got uh-huh. more callers, so I don't want to take up too much time. So I'm going uh, to recite this piece called Destiny Called Me a Writer. Let's do it. Destiny. I never believed. I laughed and thought it had nothing, nothing to do with me. Even now, I find it hard to believe. A bum with a laptop, my mental perception. To help myself write, I sometimes tap my fingers on the side of the laptop, creating a beat that stains my mind. I don't know about destiny, but I'm inclined to be a poet if popular or unpopular. Celebrity status I never cared to be. Pieces flowing like the Yosh, my fingers keep going, call the poet freestyle, give me the middle name, New Age, lyrical chop. I admit I can adapt to learn a poet's true death, comparing them to artists as they script lives of loved ones, their selves, family and friends, strangers, all who cross their paths. Writers and poets are like drifters, traveling the world to script the truth, the truth that deciphers the meaning of life. DSR, all day, in peace. Hey, that was very creative, and I really liked that. And I liked how you you spoke on behalf of all poets of the world. And you know that was very very nice. Keep on, Thanks. brother Rob. Yes, indeed, big brother Kane. That's my man right there. Hey, man, I don't know if I ever mentioned this to you, brother, but every time I hear you spit. You remind me of a guru from Gangstar and stuff, man. It's that voice and stuff, man. And then your smooth delivery and stuff. It's like you could do a Dr. Seuss rhyme and stuff and hip-hop the hell out of it and shit, man, and stuff, man. You know, you're deep with it, man. You're definitely a leader and a super soldier on the front line and stuff, man. Glad to say I know you, brother. Keep it going. Appreciate you, brother. No doubt, no doubt. Got me. Hey, definitely enjoyed listening to you. I appreciate you uh, coming on. You got to just keep coming on and keep doing what you do, sir. Misconception? Absolutely. And, um, hey, I can't say much more than, you know, I appreciate you and I love you, love you, Pen, and, you know, all of the effort and work that you put in because I know it ain't easy. <laughs> but uh, we enjoy hearing you can't stay. And again, much love to you. Much success in this new calendar year coming ahead. And I'm just looking forward and ahead and up. All right. Thank you. 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 Th
Saints got that misconception. Appreciate y'all having me. You're so very welcome. Peace and love, dear brother. Hang out and listen to the rest of the show with us. We're going to go ahead and keep the train moving here. Taking our calls over to Florida. Florida caller, state your name, man. What part of Florida are you calling from? Um, my name is Kaylin. Um, I'm in uh, Orange Park, Florida, outside of Jacksonville. Peace and love. How far away from Miami are you? Uh, about a good four hours, four and a half. You four hours away? Uh, Who you know in Miami? Um, <laughs> I have I have classmates. Um. In Miami, Abaton Cookman. <laughs> I just gave you the grill real quick. Peace and love, brother. <laughs> we yeah. are definitely looking to make connections everywhere possible with the POET family. I'm just picking with you a little bit there. This is misconception. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us this evening. We appreciate having you here. And state your name one more time. I know I talk a whole lot. I don't want nobody to forget who you are. My name is Kaylin. All right, Kaylin, thank you so much. Hey, Kaylin, go ahead and share with us um, what you brought for the mic tonight. Uh, um, um, this piece is called um, Your Reflection. So look at this. I see you beaming those only dream of parked in front of Section 8. It's so gorgeous, can't wait to repose it till your debt is paid. This is your reflection. Looking for the man in the mirror in the wall, boy, I'm right here. Standing here with your opportunity in my hand, one stars of striped suit and a white beard. Making me proud, man, I see you, I see you. I just wish your brothers could be doing the same. All they want to do is make something of themselves, become the elite. They glue for a change. I can't manage to stand it. George always trying to maintain well, and Leroy doing the same thing. And Tyrone wants to be on the same shelf. He said, you want the same, and I can't tell. It's all good. Go ahead and roll that apple swisher up. Take it to the face of FaceTime so I can put you and your brain cells in the same cell. Connected to the deep web internet of misfortune, your connections don't get you by enough. Resting your fate on top of your intellect, but sadly so. It's as slow as dial-up. Dial-up to Bill Bondsman. I suspect 50% of the Mel Bronson population will impregnate a woman while she's ovulating Catch a charger, too, to the future son and daughter will never have a father who can be there. I grant those the freedom to believe that their path is for their own choosing. I love when they say we shall overcome for a win in the system I made that we're destined to lose. Let me downplay the Michael Brown shooting while I emphasize when to simplize, penalize your better wives, your side chicks in time, leave them to improvise, raise your family centralized in the hood. You should be used to it and desensitized. You were raised in the scenario right, blasting your windows with stereotypes, crack rock, wicked shot on the black top, and making the trap rock on the stereo mic. This is your reflection. Wow, much love to you, cousin. I like that piece, and uh, that was very original, and you were born, you were blessed with a God-given talent, and nobody can take that away from you. You know, for you to be just 18, um, I'm like, oh, my God, like, how does an 18-year-old come up with that stuff that you're saying? You know, uh, that was very intelligent, and I really like that word. That was good. Appreciate that, cuz. Brother Rob? Yeah, brother. That was real smooth and stuff, man. And like Sister said and stuff, you being your age and stuff, man, you know, considering uh, the way the world is and stuff with the young mind, it's a little very uh, – 
pushed in certain directions where it don't necessarily need to go and stuff, man. It seemed like you're on the right track. You done chosen a good craft to get into and stuff, man. Keep calling over here. Ain't nothing but love and support for our poetic family and stuff. We love you. And we look forward to seeing you next week, man. Can you dig it? Appreciate that. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Cotton. Okay. <laughs> I like my introduction from Rob. He, he does it really well. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's always good to see young people coming in and doing doing their thing. My daughter has been performing since she was poetry since she was like twelve. So it's always good. You keep going and keep doing what you're doing, sir. And you're gonna be phenomenal. Misconception. Absolutely, Kaylin, and I appreciate the hearing you, and uh, very glad that you've taken the time to call in and share with us here on POET Radio, and I want to welcome you to always, always, we've got something here for you six days a week. You are welcome to call in anytime. You write a new piece, you want some feedback, you got an old laying around, you weren't sure if you want to share, grab it, call in. I want to hear more from you, and um, you are proof and evidence that Every person who's 18 or within your, forgive me for saying this sounding old, in your age range, <laughs> everybody is not looking to have their pants drop down and talk in auto-tune. So thank you so much for choosing, you know, this as your expression and, you know, being so well-worded. And, um, yeah, I know I said well-worded, but I won't say that because we writers, we can be creative. <laughs> but thank you so much for sharing that piece with us and uh, your energy is super cool. So keep joining us. We look forward to hearing more from you, okay? Thank you very much. Appreciate the love. Absolutely. Peace and love to you. Hang out and enjoy the uh, rest of the show. We got uh, maybe about a good 20 more minutes left, so we will consistently continue entertaining and being the platform for you. All right, ladies and gentlemen, again, you are tuned into three time National Poetry Award winning POET Radio. And uh, we are just thrilled, excited. Um, we're moving into the new calendar year, and I want to make sure that everyone who's in the Chicago area remembers to. Um, get in tune with us if you if you haven't already gotten a ticket. But um, Heirs to the Throne, January 16th, MLK Weekend, um, hottest show going to be here in Chicago. Ten of us um, are being honored. We are being passed the guard to, if you will. The torch is coming our way. And um, I, I'm just excited to, you know, take on the new challenge, the new responsibility as um, one of the incoming Heirs to the Throne. So, um, again, if you're here in the Chicago area, you know you're going to be in the area, MLK weekend, you might have that extra day off work or two, um, get on out here. It's going to be uh, live at the quarry here in Chicago, 2423 75th. Um, we will be more than happy to get a ticket in your hands. If you know you're coming and um, you're not physically here yet, inboxes, get in tune with us. We will be you know, able to take that payment for you for your ticket, have it will call when you show up at the door. Come on in. We're ready and welcoming to you. Um, so, again, please don't forget, January 16th, 7 p.m., Heirs to the Throne here in Chicago. And, um, again, the POET family, always, always open arms for membership. We are not just artists. We're artist activists. Um, we make sure that we take our art and, and we put it into a good cause. We make sure folks that are, are, are homeless or 
hungry, that they're warm, that they're fed. We make sure that um, the young are mentored and that there's always a good word or some form of love and light coming from one, if not all of us. You will see us in numbers coming out together to make sure we make a change, make a difference. Um, following the motto of poet, one heart, one mind, one verse at a time. We want to make these changes. So, again, just want to make sure that you all know you are so welcome. And poet is definitely open for membership. So, as the calendar year changes, if you got goals for 2016, get in with us. Um, I'm quite sure we can all get it done together because collectively, that is how we have been making mass accomplishments. And um, I, I'm a definite testament to how supportive and how much help that that has been to just the movement, the momentum, and the energy in uh, in expression and just wanting to take your career to a different level. So please, do get in contact with us. Uh, I'm on Facebook, Ms. Concession Poetess. Um, this is my page, Ms. Concession, MZ Concession, Connie Jones. You'll see me get in tune with me, get in tune with Black Ice, BLAQ Ice. Um, any one of our other hosts that are on the line, please do so. Um, we want to go ahead and make sure that we have had a chance to um, have everyone who has called in to, you know, spit your piece or uh, comment. We want to make sure we acknowledge you. Um, our sister from New York, Sabrina, we know we see you there on the line. So thank you so much for tuning in and being here on the entire show. We know that you've been under the weather. And, again, we send you more healing energy, more prayers up that you will feel better and that the ailment is removed and released from you. So whatever the trouble may be, we just ask that it's moved and lifted from you, sis. Our uh, thoughts are definitely with you. And um, let's go ahead and check in, make sure that everyone has had an opportunity to express themselves. If we can. Hi, like I, this I, is Yasmin. Yasmin. He's in love, sis. I was wondering. <laughs> I was like, um, um, I'm in the hospital again. I'm sorry, I was going oh. to come to you guys thing. And congratulations to all of you for y'all improvements, for y'all experiences, and y'all doing y'all thing. You know, congratulations. And I look up to y'all, and y'all is very inspiring. Thank oh. you so much, sis. And I'm going to congratulate you on consistently. And we're real big about consistent, but consistently and persistently having the strength to join us in or out of the hospital, in or out of whatever your challenges may be. I appreciate you. We appreciate you for always tuning in and sharing. I know this is a bit of a release for you, sis, but I, I just got to say mm-hmm. I appreciate you for, you know, just taking so a moment. Yes, ma'am. Without further ado, would you bring us here? The piece that I wrote today is called Next Next Combat. Balancing and evaluating crucial moments of her challenges starts in life, rhythm, inhibition, speed. Nat's radiant beauty, flowing with the coolest flow within, like the relaxing river exceeding with the softness currents from the wind. Diving into Natalie's life with careful examination, her her fire her, her feisty return with comfort and a vision booming spirit through the windy circle while dropping a double bank into a world of uncertainty, but a glowing being blossomed with light and a 
Astonishing fluent, journal dropping comebacks, dismissing the hatred, people blazing, torches at her feet, like spears thrown to slave prey. Nets, courage, and passion, all in her soul, her spirit standing and spreading her wings to fly over the stormy breeze, her rocky road to self rising stardom to fame, bash, churn, so the point, uniqueness, and strength drives her to push forward, even with torn baggage. After being traumatized, dis- distracted, and broken, crushed by your own family members, a pretender who that deceived and lied her way into our lives, allowing our walls to crumble down. Torment purposely invoked by by you, a scandalous, reckless snake, foes not family, peaceful and smooth moving life, unbelievable, unimaginable fiction fixed upon to destroy, tear apart in that inner peace, trying to break us down, tearing me and you naturally low self-esteem, sisters and cousins to drink your your poisoning displeasures. The bear party sneaky snake reversed back upon you. A focused, miserable, broke-down worm, not knowing your departure is revolving, arriving upon you. But a miraculous comeback for me, fiery poet, and that, so the poet, the Cinderella of the black out, is fire poet. Nah, just kidding. It's Natalie Shields. So the poet, broken from the slave train, with her extravaganza, sizzling, glamorous soul, survivor, who expanded her horizon, crushing and splashing with gold like a wishing well filled with money. Going and completing her world famous dream, exploding with bliss and blessings. An ex- <clears throat> oh, sorry. Amplified, trans- transitioning to spotlights and actions. Her fight is forever moving, motivating, blasting out, and sincerely recognizing and brightening her horizon. All day, and a special being bringing upbringing to a positive attitude, not a bone crushing, lying, drilling, die hard, soul ripping apart, tear face for face. But a passionable person that let it ride and symbol to her grace and peace. Hey, I really did like that. I think that was very sweet, and I like how you told that through your eyes. And uh, that was very, very powerful and very heartwarming. I really thank you for sharing that. Thanks for that. <laughs> no problem. Brother Rob? Thank you. Yes, Ma, that was real nice. And, you know, especially the second half, you had me sitting over my chair just a smiling and grinning because that's the tight little uh, – that's that's a strength builder right there and stuff, as well as a motivator for other folks and stuff and whatnot. I can hear the strength in you. I know you're laying down, getting your chill on and stuff, but the strength is still there, queen. Keep it kicking. Yeah. Thank you. You're quite welcome. 
God. <laughs> yes, you came through like fire. Keep coming on what you do. Thanks for sharing. Misconception. Thank you so much. Absolutely, Yasmin. I, I hear you over there. <laughs> and it just further gives me more respect for your consistency, like I said before, and your your will and your determination. And I hear you strengthen you, like Rob said. And, you know, you, you never cease to come in with some energy that we can pull from, you know. So I appreciate that about you, sis. You are a testimony in motion through your pen, and I just appreciate you. And I look forward to hearing from you now. When you when you joined us a couple of weeks back, I'm like, yeah, yeah. So you got to tip it in me, all right? Thank you so much. <laughs> yes, ma'am. I appreciate you so much. And um, you keep calling me and, and definitely feel better soon, okay? Thanks so much, sis. Yes, ma'am. Much love to you. And um, we are coming to the near end of the moment, winding down that 2015 calendar year here, this final show of Voices Out of the Pen for 2015. But uh, we are excited to blast in 2016. Sister Cotton, softest voice, (laughs) ma'am, tell the people about your new show coming up for 2016 so we can be on board and ready to dial in and support you as well. Cotton? Cotton has left the building again, y'all. <laughs> uh, you there, Cotton? Okay, well, our sister has run to the water cooler, didn't tell me. I turned my head, y'all. See, this what happened to me. <laughs> but anyway, I will definitely let you guys know as well. Um, another new uh, addition to the 2016 POET radio show lineup um, Wordsmith Wednesdays will be continuing. We are going to have Keep It Smooth joining us um, on Wordsmith Wednesday. So you will be hosted by myself, Misconception, and Keep It Smooth. And uh, we're going to keep some of the same format and bring some new surprises in. You know, new calendar year, you got to do some new stuff. So definitely tune in. We're going to be on every other Wednesday beginning in January. So make sure that you guys tune in to Wordsmith Wednesday. Same number, same call ID as you have joining us here on Voices Behind the Pen. And, again, our sister Cotton, um, who did run to the water cooler. Sorry, y'all. <laughs> Her show is coming up, Intimate Conversations. She will also um, be hosting a platform whereby, again, it kind of speaks to itself. You will be having some very intimate conversations with the Southest Voice in Poetry. So, again, join our sister Cotton. Same number, call ID. Her show also, um, if I'm not mistaken, is going to be on Tuesdays. So, um, again, I think she is coming back. She got that cool sip of water. She is back at her <laughs> platform. Sis, tell them about yourself. <laughs> hey, hey, everybody. I'm sorry. I did not hear you call me, so I do apologize. Um, but, yeah, the show is uh, we have been talking to these intimate conversations with Cotton. It's, it's um, going to be airing, I want to say, every other Tuesday that we're airing. Um, intimate conversations, um, but it'll it's a basically a relationship show, and we're going to talk about everything. And, and the, the thing about me, when you come on my show, 
I'm going to ask questions. I'm going to say what I want to say, and you might not like me at the end of the show, but it's okay. Just keep coming back, keep listening, and and tell your friends. (laughs) Yes, yes, ladies and gentlemen. And, again, that was our sister Cotton, and you will be joining her on Tuesdays. So every other Tuesday you will have intimate conversations, some steamy, (laughs) some fiery topics and comments, and then on every other Wednesday, you will have myself and Keep It Smooth on Wordsmith Wednesdays. Um, Again, we're going to keep with the format of building a stronger poet. Um, I want to say better, but I'll say stronger. Building a better writer, um, building one who can, you know, maybe articulate the point a little differently, and we'll throw some other twists in there. So you can join us to see what's going to be new and what's going to be different. But, again, I know that you will, again, enjoy the 2016 lineup just like you have for 2015. We appreciate all of the support that has been given to us and everything that you guys have done um, as far as calling in, joining the chat room, sharing flyers, and just making a phenomenal 2015 for POET Radio. Um, I am going to bring in none other than the CEO and founder of POET, People of Extraordinary Talent, my mentor, our mentor, <laughs> fearless leader extraordinaire, the Black Clark Kent, so many other names, Tony Swagger, but uh, you guys most affectionately know him and well know him as international spoken word life artist, Black Ice. Sir, please speak to the people. Yes, um, you know, I just want to say a few things. First of all, peace and love to everybody that's on the line, and thank you so much for supporting POET Radio um, for this past 2015 calendar year. We've achieved so much in 2015. Um, Probably one of the most um, honors that we received was to win the National Poetry Award for the third year in a row for best for the best radio station in the nation for poetry, spoken word poetry. Thank you. Um, we have all of you all to thank for that honor. Um, it just warms my heart to see each and every one of you all call in as much as you can. And there are some people that literally call in every week um, to support our show and to be a part of the show. This is bigger than Black Ice, it's bigger than Poet, it's bigger than POET Radio, it's bigger than Voices Behind the Pins. This is a global movement right here. Um, There are people such as Jasmine who's calling in from a hospital bed. There are people that call in every week that are affected with cancer or some type of disease that they're fighting. There are people that literally lost their mom or their loved one and called into the show the same day or the next day just to hear a word that would inspire them or motivate them. Um, When someone dies, the doctor pronounces the time that the um, individual dies, and he said that the person expired. Well, if expiration is death, then inspiration is life. And so any time that we are releasing these words into the atmosphere and we are inspiring people we're breathing life into the world. We're speaking life into the world. And that was my vision for POET Radio, and that is my vision for POET Radio. And this is about our sixth year, going into our seventh year, strong. And um started out with one show, and now we have ten shows on POET Radio. 
Um, there are opportunities for a lot of you all to host and co-host different shows, such as our sister Natalie Shields. She called me one day and she said, well, Black Ice, um, I heard that you were, you were someone that I should talk to about spoken word poetry. And from that conversation, Natalie has been on and she has become a um, – uh, a co-host of Voices Behind the Pen on our weekly Monday night show. Um, she just took home an, uh, an award for um, Best Radio Host, um, along with others um, that are hosting POET radio shows also as well. And so I'm saying all this to say that God has blessed me with the ability to create and build. That doesn't necessarily mean that I want to be involved directly with the things that he has blessed me to create and build. I'd rather create it and build it and oversee it and let you guys run it and let you guys facilitate it because I believe that um, that's, that's, that's my blessing is to create and build. And so hopefully in this 2016 calendar year, you will see less and less of black ice and more and more of you. Um, those of you all who are desiring to host, those of you all who are desiring to be on stage. Um, next year will be my 30-year anniversary. My 30-year anniversary in arts and entertainment and in hip-hop. And spoken word is nothing but a branch off the hip-hop tree. I'm going to say this again. I came into the game in 1986 entering Simeon High School in Chicago. Simeon High School, same school that Derrick Rose went to. I came into the game in 1986. This is about to be 2016. That's 30 years in the game. I didn't have no luxury of because I wasn't feeling good one day not doing this. I didn't have the luxury of I'm going through relationship problems, so I'm backing away from spoken word or hip-hop. I didn't have the luxury of when I lost my son, um, at 15 years old, September 3rd, 2008, that I wasn't going to do this no more, that I was going to step away from the game. I didn't have that luxury because this is not just a hobby for me. This is my life. This is a way of life. This is a part of my life. So consistency is what I'm trying to tell all of you all. Don't let no man stop you from doing what you love to do. Don't let no woman stop you from doing what you love to do. Don't let problems on your job stop you from doing what you love to do. When you allow things in your life to stop you from doing this, you have to really question, do you really have faith and belief in the same God that you say you have faith and belief in who equipped you with this gift to do what you do? Because when you fall from that, brothers and sisters, you fall from yourself. You start losing your own identity. And I'm saying that because I know a lot of people in the game that ain't in the game no more when I started. Mm. Or they try to pop up every once in a while and say, hey, I want to get back on the mic. Hey, I want to – and they got to start back over from square one. When they have already built up a reputation, when they've already built up a foundation of what they used to do, they left the scene. Now you got a whole new group of people that don't even know you no more. Mm. You know, so consistency is what I'm saying, brothers and sisters. If you're going to do this thing, do it. Be real at it. Yeah, life is going to come. Blows are going to come. You're going to lose your parents. Unfortunately, those who are like me who have lost a child, and I don't hope or wish that on anybody, but unfortunately, some of us are going to lose a child like I did. 
Some of us gonna have problems at home in our marriage. Some of us gonna have problems on our job. Some of us gonna have problems in our relationships. Some of us gonna have health problems. But that ain't supposed to stop you from doing this. It's supposed to show you a way to adapt to write about something new so that you can let other people know that I'm going through what you're going through, but I'm still surviving. And not only am I going through it, I'm getting through it. Accept your assignment, brothers and sisters. This is your homework. Accept your assignment. Stop being a punk. Stop being a coward. And for every challenge, you just run away, tuck your tail between your legs, and say, hey, I'm not going to do this right now. I'm not going to do this anymore. You're losing Uh yourself. So in 2016, man's new year, and it ain't God's new year. It's man's new year. If you want to learn about all that stuff, tune in to our Bible show tomorrow at at, at 7 o'clock on POET Radio, another subject for another time. But as we enter into 2016, I hope more of you all become more dedicated with this thing. You don't think black guys get sick? Once a week. You don't think black guys get tired? Every day. You don't think black guys want to not do this sometimes? Yeah. I average 20 to 25 shows a month. I'm going to say that again. I average 20 to 25 shows a month. So let's just look at it. At 20 shows a month, and I'm just being generous with that particular number, at 20 shows a month, and you got 12 months in a year, okay, that's 240 shows that I've done in 2015. Now, that's not even talking about how many pieces I do at each show because some shows I'm performing for 30 and 40 minutes which is six and seven pieces. So, yeah, black guys get tired. Black guys get sick. Black guys have personal problems in his personal relationship. Black guys have issues and problems with his son. Black guys have issues and problems on his job. Black guys has everybody in the poet organization, not just in Chicago, but we got members in England. We got members in Africa. We got members in Hobima, Alberta, Canada. We got members in Jakarta, Indonesia. We got members in Las Vegas. We got members in Wisconsin. We got members in Detroit. We got members in Indiana. We got members all over this country, Oakland, California, and, 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 and Las Vegas now. And they all pick my brain every day, and they call, and they say, hey, Black Eyes, can I talk to you about something? So I just want you to understand the magnitude of what Black Eyes as the individual deal with on a day-to-day basis. And that's not even talking about the fact that God has blessed me to create different things that you will see coming up. He gave me a place September the 19th to write and to produce. God inspired that. And on November the 28th, a one month and nine days later, it was on stage, and 200 people was there watching the play. I can tell you um, right now that we got a show coming up January the 16th. We got a show coming up February the 6th. We got a show coming up March the 19th. We got a show coming up April 16th. So the next four months, I'm preparing right now for the next four months of uh, of 2016, what events we've already have in place to produce and to throw. 
So I don't think any bo- anybody has more on their plate as I have on my plate. You might have just as much, but you're not going to have more. And so I'm saying all that to say is that if I can maintain a regular life, a professional life, and an artist's life, then you can do it too. And I understand something that many of you all don't, that this is not about black ice. So I can't say, well, I don't feel like doing it today. This is about the people that God blessed me to reach with the words that he equipped me with, with the gift that he equipped me with. When black ice don't speak, guess what? Somebody dies. When black ice don't speak, guess what? Somebody gets depressed. When black ice don't speak, guess what? Somebody quits and somebody gives up. So their blood is on my hands. So we are the sacrificial lambs. Our lives are not literally our own. We are born into this world to be a sacrifice so that others may live. So I hope that something that I said inspired somebody that's on this line listening. I love you. I can't wait to see you in the 2016 calendar year. Brother Flair, if you're still on, I want you to close out our show, and I'm going to invite you on, Brother Flair, King Flair, to come on as a special guest host on our show next Monday and kick off our 2016 calendar year with our show with Sister Cotton and Brother Rob, the poet, and Sister Sabrina and uh, Sister uh, Natalie Shields and Misconception and myself. So um, on the line, King Flair. Before you check with King Flair, also Black Ice, we have Dove C's on the line. All right. Hello? We got Dove C's on the line. Let me yeah, see. Let's bring Dove C's on. That's my brother. That's, that's my good? brother right there. Dove C's, what's good? What's good, my brother? I was sitting here listening to you going in. I like that. I didn't even know you was on the line, brother. Oh, yeah. Just sitting there listening, you know, enjoying some weather. Yeah, I was thinking about you today, brother. As God is my witness, I was thinking about you when I got home from work and I was shoveling all that damn snow, and all I could think about was you saying, it's 70 degrees out here. I got a shirt on and some shorts. <laughs> oh, no, doing karaoke and shorts and stuff, posting the video, rubbing it in because we in the snow. I'm sorry. I went there. <laughs> hey, it's not, many, it's not many times you get to get to – Celebrated December birthday in 80 degrees weather, a barbecue outside. <laughs> well, brother, I'll be in Miami um, this March, um, so I don't know how far that is from you. And I know Florida is a big state, but just letting you know, I'll be in your neck of the woods this March. Okay, okay. That's what it is, my brother. Still proud of everything you're doing, man. I'm, I keep my, I keep, I might not be heard, but I keep my ears open, my eyes open. Absolutely, my brother. What you got for us um, before we turn it over to Brother King Flair? Actually, I just got just got done doing a piece called "I Do," so I'm gonna do that real quick. I gotta keep it low because everybody is asleep, and I don't wanna wake everybody up. You know, you know, it was God's blessing. We made it down here safely. We went out job hunting, and, you know, we got here. We've been here a week. Actually, yesterday made a week. 
My girl, she got a job today. I got a job interview tomorrow. So, you know, God's being good. You know, everything's turning out right. But I got, she got this piece of this call I do. It's like, um, I do. I said I do. I guess you wonder why I say I do. Okay, let me tell you this story. I once was married, then I was divorced. Pay real close attention because I don't want you to fall off course. See, I was engaged to my music, and it consumed all my time, draining the patience and the fire from my personal life, considered it as a waste of time. But not me. How could it be? I was so wrapped up in the popularity of everyone knowing me, so I continued to pursue it, getting better, and I knew it. Forgot I had a fiancé named Poet standing on the sideline crying, because that's where I threw it. See, Poet wasn't a jealous type. She let me do the things I like to do. Well, she let me do the things I like. Regardless of all the pain, she remained in my life. She stuck with me through thick and thin. Even when I had affairs with house music, she still stayed within. I thought I had made it. You see, I was tripping out. Poet told me that I was too hip to be dating someone named House. So Poet had my attention again, and we was in love like Fonzie and Bobby Sox. Till I met this fine-ass girl, and they called her hip-hop. Damn. Now, hip-hop was fine. Five-seven, curvy leg, and a round big behind. We dated a long time, had kids, and everything was seemed to be fine. But for some reason, I just couldn't get poet off my mind. So with that distraction and the subtraction of a lustful action, I left hip-hop and did what was natural. I picked up the phone to see if Poet was home, but before I could dial, I heard a voice on the phone. A smile on my face and extra hip in my heart, because Poet was on the other end of the line, and the pounding in my heart wouldn't stop. We reunited shortly after, and of course I learned my lesson. I refused to let go this time, so guess what? I popped the question. So that's the point where I'm at right now. I love Poet so much, and since I can't put her down, I may as well go ahead and just be true. So that's the reason I'm saying I love Poet, and I'm saying I do. Peace. Wow, I really did like that. That was hot. <laughs> I like how you described uh, hip-hop. That was <laughs> That was really nice. I really liked your words. Thank you. <laughs> Brother Rob? Yeah, man, that was real smooth, real smooth, man. And I think you settled down with the right one. Brother, good choice in relationships. <laughs> man, I'm digging it. I'm digging it. You know, she getting a freak on with me and deciding shit. But, you know, you know, it's like everything cool and shit. I think you're getting a little more than me and shit. But it's all good, brother. Keep it going. Keep it going. Keep it going. All right. Yes, sir. Cotton? Hey, Dusty. Thanks for coming and sharing with us as usual. Enjoyed that piece. Um, hope you come back again. I'm sure you will, though. Most can I put in a request for something? Can I, like, can you do a, a special request to Cotton? I got you next week. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Miss Conception? Absolutely, Dovesies. You know, I got nothing but love for you and your pen and the influence that you have. And I got to say thank you to you as well because um, 
ever since I've encountered you and you've you've joined us, you know, as a part of the uh, Voices Behind the Pen family, you know, you've been faithful, you've been consistent. Every Monday we hear from you, and we've gotten to the point where we look for you. (laughs) You know, it's like, where's up? So, you know, hey, that's what we want, you know, and and I'm sure that the poet is saying I do right back at you. So much love. (laughs) Much, much love. Thank you again, and thank you for all of your contribution, you know, from your word to you already know. The list is forever long. (laughs) We appreciate you. Ladies and gentlemen, that was Doug C's, the author, (laughs) Married married to Poet. So I am going to turn it back over, King Flair. You are still on the line, sir. Um, I do believe you may have heard Black Ice's invitation to you to join us on the first show of 2016. Brother, I hope you accept. Will you be joining us, please? King Flair? All right, the brother might have his phone on me. Okay. (laughs) All right, brother, we're going to hang in there and wait on you. I want you to close out the show with a piece for us, but, again, um, will you be joining us? We'd love to have you the first show of 2016 join us as a special guest co-host. Definitely. Definitely I'll be there. Absolutely, folks. You heard it here, and it's going to be in the archives, so we hold you to it. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, King Flair will be closing us out, and before he does, I want to thank all of you who have tuned in all of 2015 tonight, just winding down this calendar year. And uh, we look forward to doing it big in 2016. And, again, like like I said, it is because of you and with you that we have been able to be as successful as we are. Consistency, persistence, testimony comes with that. So don't let anything stop you. Peace and love, but we're going to turn it over to King Flair. Go ahead. Thank you. Long-distance relationships. Phone calls are the only way we get affection off. No touching involved. We live too far, and it's getting hard. I want to see you, but I can't unless we decide to Uber or Skype, and even that runs dry after trying to see each other every night. My phone dies, and immediately you think the worst of me. So when I finally get a bit of coloring in my battery, I see you've been crying, calling me, calling me a liar and a cheater, saying you should never have put trust in me. When we started, it was love. Every night on the phone just caked up. Don't give a damn what our peers say because we're going to make it work. The distance don't matter as long as we're both willing to put in work, but it's not working. I want to touch you, but I have to settle for provocative photos of you. Seducing lust that's aimed for nobody but you. But you assume you know men so well that since I'm not touching you, then who? Not knowing about the Coke bottle grip I've become accustomed to. But it's unfair to say that jealousy is solely aimed at me. I get angry at times just thinking about the men that might be in your presence, talking dirty about me, bringing you presents. Talking about you still haven't left them, I hate when you hang with your exes. I think it's time we exit. We're both hurting so bad, but I know if we could just touch each other, figure out a way to set up roots together, everything will be okay. But this long-distance relationship is killing me. I'm speaking over all these mouths between us, but I'm not sure you're feeling me. When I say trying to feel weak has left me feeling nothing. I'm sorry. It's over. That's that peace. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that was King Flair. And again, on behalf of your team this evening, Black Ice, Natalie Shields, our sister Cotton, Brother Rob, this is Miss Conception. We thank you so much for winding down the final 2015 Voices Behind the Pen with us here on three-time National Poetry Award winning POET Radio. 
as we head into the seventh year for POET Radio. We look forward to hearing from and speaking with each and every one of you and your friends, cousins, sisters, mamas, and whoever else you can get on next Monday. And again, King Claire will be joining us as our special guest co-host, and the opportunity is there for you as well. But again, with many blessings, we send you out of 2015 this calendar year, and we wish you peace and love. Until next week, blessings. Good night.